Let's talk a little baseball with Caitlin McGrath from The Athletic. Caitlin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm obviously very excited for this series. I'm so excited. I just want the time to go by this afternoon so we can get to tonight. Uh, I imagine a lot of Blue Jays fans feel the same way as me because of the situation that the Rangers have put themselves in and uh, a very important part of the season where they need to win baseball games just as bad, if not uh, more, than the Toronto Blue Jays right now. And uh, this, for the Jays, feels like the universe giving them a bone for once. Yeah, I mean, it feels that way. I think the Blue Jays have done fairly well to handle their own business, obviously like sweeping the Royals, winning their series against the Rockies and the A's and the Nationals. Um, even if they feel like maybe they could have done a little better than 10-5, and five, I think, in that 15-game stretch where they were facing uh, teams that were below 500. You know, I think 10-5 and five is sort of the minimum that you want to do. They did that. They got a sweep, which is, you know, always tough to do. So I think they've done, like, fairly good job of handling their business. Probably could have done better, but um, could have been worse as well. And I think that, yeah, you, sometimes other teams give you a little help. That's the, the nature of business uh, or nature of the business of baseball, I guess. And the Rangers have just been really bad lately. They have they've fallen from first in the AL West. They look like, you know, a really, really good team in the first half. They were scoring more runs than any other team and things have just kind of fallen apart for them lately. And this series, uh, you know, sets up, I think, well for the Blue Jays. They at least have sort of the upper hand going into it. Um, and, you know, one team's definitely more desperate than the other, but still it's big and there's enough games here happening this week that things can still swing. So the Blue Jays, of course, still have to kind of continue to take care of business. The Rangers have lost 16 of the last 22 games. So, yeah, it does feel like a, a great time for the, the Blue Jays to, to welcome them. Uh, but this is a team that's got some pieces. Like, they can punch you in the mouth. Marcus Simeon is someone Blue Jays fans know very well. And Marcus Simeon, uh, despite the Rangers being poor, he's been pretty good coming off of a, a four-hit game. Um, I do think that there's, there's some vulnerability uh, for the Blue Jays in this series. But uh, where do you think that is? Well, um, you know, I think that, yeah, the offense, the Texas Rangers offense is really good. And I think that really like the Texas Rangers starting pitching overall this season has been pretty good lately. It's not been so good. So you kind of wonder if that trend is going to continue or if they're going to snap out of it a little bit. So, uh, you know, I think it will come down to really probably like the two offenses. I think the Blue Jays do have the upper hand in the pitching department. I think their starting rotation is better and their bullpen is, a lot better than Texas. I mean, Texas's mm-hmm. bullpen has been an issue all season long for them. It's just that for a while they could really outscore that vulnerability and they would score enough runs that, you know, their their bullpen giving up some runs didn't really matter, but they haven't been doing that lately. Their run producing has kind of just come down to earth a little bit, kind of been more average or what to expect as, as opposed to sort of well above average. And I think because of that, the their bullpen is getting exposed a lot more. And so, yeah, like this is not, it's not a bad team. Like they can still score runs in bunches. Obviously they won big against the A's yesterday. Yeah, sure. It's the A's, but still like, um, you know, they, they can score runs. Like you said, they've got some really good players in their lineup. Like they're a tough lineup. I think that the Blue Jays have at least been hitting better lately and scoring more runs in bunches and taking advantage of runners in scoring position, which is something they really weren't doing a lot in the first half. So 
you know, I think I think it can be a really even series. I think that, you know, a, a split probably isn't, you know, worst case scenario for the Blue Jays. I do think, though, they want to at least win three of these games just to give themselves the tiebreaker and just really put enough distance that they feel sort of comfortable in their wild card position. Talking Blue Jays baseball with Caitlin McGrath from The Athletic. Speaking of bullpens, are you concerned or impressed that Jordan Romano got himself out of a, a couple of jams in his last two saves? Um, I guess somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Like, I'm not really, I've never been one to be too concerned about him because, I mean, the track record is what it is now. He's been one of the best closers in, ba- in all of baseball for the last couple of years. He's been an all-star in back-to-back years. He's, I think he's got 34 saves this year, which is second in the American League. I haven't done the math on, you know, collective saves that he's had over, you know, when he became a closer, but I, I bet that it's probably in the top five of the American League as well. He's a legitimately good closer. I don't think we really have anything to worry about. Does every save situation or every save look pretty? No, but generally speaking, he gets the job done. And I think that's what it comes down to in closers. Like, they just have to have sort of a different level. They have to sort of operate in a different way than pitchers or relievers or any of kind. They you know, don't get too stressed. There's just a job at hand, and all they got to do is make sure that at the end of the game, their team is still winning. And most of the time, Jordan gets the job done. So I don't get too concerned that a couple of um, outings have looked a little messy because at the end of the day, he still, you know, accomplished what he needed to accomplish in the outing. Is anything less than three games, uh, winning three games against the Rangers, considered a failure? Like, there's a part of me that feels like you can't go into this series expecting to sweep, but at the same time, based on how the Rangers have played, like this is the this is the series where I want to see the Blue Jays play playoff style baseball, mm-hmm. like their playoff best. Yeah, I think you know if they were to split, would it be a total disaster? No, like they would still come out ahead of Texas. They wouldn't have the tiebreaker, which you feel like you wouldn't feel good about because, you know, as tight as things are, you want every advantage you can get. And so to get that tiebreaker, they do need to win three of these four games because they lost a series earlier in Texas, two games to one. So I think that the bare minimum in terms of if you're the Blue Jays, you want to achieve your goals, you want to check off everything you need to check this series, I think you should aim for three of four. Like that to me is doing your job, getting it done, and taking care of business. But is it, again, going to be a total disaster if they split the series? Probably not. It will make thing, It will mean that you haven't put Texas in much of the distance or as much as you could, um, but you'll still be ahead of them. But I think that, yeah, I would say this club is probably coming into this aiming for the sweep, of course, but three of four would be ideal, I think. After the win yesterday, Kevin Kiermaier said to the crowd, guaranteeing that the Blue Jays would make the playoffs and then took the uh, the Gatorade shower from, from Vladdy and confidently uh, strut into the dugout. Um, I really loved that, back into the clubhouse. Uh, but if they do make the playoffs, especially by just a game and a half, which is where they stand right now, uh, in my opinion, it's because of Davis Schneider, who's been amazing <laughs> and it literally has stolen a couple of wins um, so if it is just that margin, as someone who's been able to see him closely, uh, what's it been like to watch him and just how good is this guy at the plate? Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it's always fun when young players come up and just seamlessly transition and look like they're having a great time and can contribute right away and don't look like the moment's too big for them. And I, I think it's really just enjoyable to see how much people have embraced him, not just fans, but honestly, like teammates and everybody. Everybody just loves him. And how could you not? Like, he's just such a 
a great player. I think he's fun to watch. His plate appearances are always quality. He just looks like he really knows what he's doing up there, which is, again, a great quality to see in a young player because it's easy to imagine coming up as you know a young player that's only been in AAA before and just feeling overwhelmed at the plate against major league pitching and getting out of your approach and swinging at everything and going down on three pitchers or whatever. But you don't see that from him you know, at all. He's still looking for the pitches he likes to hit. He's still controlling the zone. He still is doing everything that he did in AAA, doing it at the major league level. And also, like, the power looks really legit to me. I think that's something that um, is great to see translate because, you know, the Blue Jays need that power. And this is a discussion for another day. But, you know, when you look at uh, what they're going to do next year with a bunch of guys becoming free agents and, you know, losing some probably key bats in the lineup, you can't bring back everybody. And so it's kind of nice to see someone like David Schneider look like, hey, this guy probably can be a legit piece for you for years to come. Has Have you noticed there are more mustaches on fans in the stands? <laughs> yeah, no, like, I have noticed. Like, obviously, they're fake. Um, well, some of them are fake. But um, but there's a lot I of think... legit ones. Like, people, no, November can't come soon enough for some dudes, especially the city <laughs> place in that area. Like, they, I, I, they just need a motivation. They just need someone to look up to, and David Schneider's been that guy. No, it's a great look, and obviously we've seen um, the the T-shirts as well that people love. And actually, it was funny. Like Eric Swanson, Blue Jays reliever, walked by yesterday, and he had a new mustache going. So we kind of asked him, joked with him, if it's uh, inspired by teammate Davis. But um, you know, it's uh, it's fun to see. I love things like that where fans just really rally around a, a guy, and you couldn't sort of find a, a better guy than Davis. He just seems so. Um, you know, likable, I guess. Caitlin McGrath with the endorsement. It's a great look. There we go. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to make that the headline of the podcast. I think, Caitlin. Thanks so much for doing this. Appreciate it. Enjoy the, uh, the game tonight, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Caitlin McGrath from the Athletics, setting you up for the Blue Jays, who have a massive four-game series against the Texas Rangers that begin tonight with Chris Bassett on the hill. 